0: welcome to another episode of soul filling where you get your soul fed i'm tiffany i'm jasmine and i'm kobe and it's about to be a lit conversation
1: Mm. because we're
0: talking about a lot of things yeah a lot so last podcast we talked about suffering in relationships and how you ain't gotta do that <laughs> nah, ain't nobody but it, got time for that. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. I don't want to suffer. I yeah. thought being in a relationship was supposed to be nice and fun and lovely, dovey, yes. and stuff like that. Yes. But it goes so much more into depth. So if you haven't checked out that podcast, Settle for What? <laughs> then go check out that podcast. <laughs> but I wanted to go ahead and talk about suffering in the black community and what that looks like for us actually i did come across two things and i don't know which you want to start off with but let's just start off with
2: Start off with the so i mean when we were at whole foods what sparked this whole thing i don't remember but <laughs> this was, this was the instagram it post. was this one
0: okay yes. there was two instagram posts that oh. <laughs> really went with this thing so i'm gonna read this first one yes. okay so it was a thread and i think it was on twitter first and this is what this girl said uh her name is riley and her at is X true classic? And I spelled X T R U U C L A S S I C. Okay. It says my parents built my credit for me and never made me work through college. I still chose to work and carry my personal expenses. Expenses, but my parents never made me pay a bill. They let me focus on school and not worry about survival. You should want that for your children. Mm-hmm. And it goes on to say, as black people, we have we had to have the mindset of survival for apparent reasons. But now we have greater opportunities to make sure generations to follow can have a different mindset when it comes to finances, generational wealth and financial literacy can flourish with us. Don't be mad that other black people didn't have to struggle. We're all trying to make it out. We all know that oppression has denied us financial freedom. Struggle isn't a rite of passage. Financial burdens have consequences on our health, wealth, and surroundings. And then this one girl clapped back and she was like, I
1: don't
0: know what this is. She said H- Parents did this for my sister I think she meant my, my, my yeah my parents did this for my sisters and I and now we have no financial intelligence or discipline barely keep jobs and then the girl clapped back again she said well baby we have bigger problems to discuss my parents taught us responsibility and discipline in other ways transferable to paying bills in adulthood we also saw them pay bills in sacrifices it took Analyze what you could do differently as a parent and adult. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I know that was a mouthful, but I hope y'all following. So, ladies, yeah. what do y'all think about that? I really, like, I said, I liked it. I yeah. liked it a lot. Ooh, yeah. So,
2: you know, let's first, like, start off on the part where she talked about her parents building her credit. Mm-hmm. Building her up. Making sure she never had to work. And a lot of times in the black community you see i know in college me personally i had so many teammates Mm -hmm. they would by semester two they would say i need to drop out of college so Mm -hmm, i can go work um uh, a minimum wage job just so i can go help my family survive and be in survival mode so the fact that her parents made um working a job a thing that was not necessary like you're a child be a Mm -hmm. child don't even think about trying to, you know, bring home bring home money so that you yeah. can support a family. I need you Don't
1: worry to try to keep the lights on. Help us keep the yes. lights on. Keep the lights on. Right. And
0: yeah. also grant she's a student, so it's not only she's an adult at this time, but not just your child, but, like, you're you're in college and you're here to be in college and be a student. Exactly. Yeah. And that
2: was going back to my next point. Mm-hmm. And so one thing my coach would tell the players that was on the team at that time, she said, the best thing you can do for your family is to graduate college, right. not to go back home yeah. and try to help them because you will get sucked into that same cycle and mm-hmm. that same environment, and you will probably never be able to truly help your family. You will just become a part of the burden, the the problem the cycle you will never really truly be able to make real change real influence real impact in your family's life by like stopping to go try to you know help them Mm -hmm. the other part is I've been told this thing and I think sometimes the 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 generation above us sometimes when they pass messages down to the younger generation they don't they they're not thinking from a, a place of I'm trying to better than the next generation they're just speaking from own personal experience right so you know i've had people from the older generation tell me you know it's a doggy dog world out there mm. you gotta grind it you gotta get it ain't no nothing gonna come to you easy like just planting the seeds of like and that's you,
0: like an affirmation yeah
2: that is an affirmation like you gotta get it out here get it how you live like and instead of her parents took a conscious effort and like they basically removed that survival mode off of, they, they really made generational, broke generational cycles, broke generational curses through that in and of itself by teaching. If they, they did more than just not make her work a job. They taught a mindset into it. And that's something that that's so deep that can't be, that can never be replaced. And that that's something that can carry on for generations and generations to come. And it's just something that that was very, evolutionary right. that that's really evolutionary
1: you know, yeah that stuck out to me as well and i talked about it a little bit at our event this past weekend mm-hmm. um about that growth mindset mm-hmm. or being you know that stuck in that mindset where like i'm never gonna get out i'm never gonna make it i'm you know just that stuff like it really boils down to the mindset like i feel like so struggling is not the key to success is your mindset Mm -hmm.
0: right no definitely i like when i read this i like super identified with this because i'm a lot like this young lady Mm -hmm. um my mom did start building my credit when i was young and just thank god for the knowledge that she had to be able to start me out building my credit out very young it's like she she was like a co um she like put put my Mm -hmm. name on a credit card that she used Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she paid it also i was building up my credit while i was in high school and throughout college and stuff like that and so she would teach me the things that she taught that she learned along the way um and so also with that is she said something about like she didn't her parents didn't make her get a job, but she wanted to get a job. Mm. And that was me too. I'm just like, I don't know. But I don't know what it was that my mother instilled in me that made me still want to go out and get it for myself. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like she has the same thing. So it's just like when someone forces you to do something, it, don't, it doesn't always roll over well. But for something else, it's that mindset that um, she instilled in me that made me like, Look, I'm working at McDonald's mm-hmm. and then I went to college, I worked at Panera mm-hmm. Bread. I worked at Trader Joe's, I worked at, worked at Frozen Yo, and I remember calling my mom mm-hmm. crying. Sometimes I was like, Yo, I don't have like I remember walking in the street, I was like, Dang, I don't have time. Like I'm just tired. I went to I went to school, then I did this and then I went to work. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling me, You ain't gotta do that. You yeah. know that you're there to go to school and that mm-hmm. just relieve me one time because i remember i called into work at panera bread and he was like why can't you come in i said i have a test to study for it's like that's not a good reason but it was i know right and it was i said i said y'all told me not to come in if i can't give my 100 percent. since i have to work i have to study like i'm not coming in but being able and not everybody has that luxury but i'm just grateful and blessed that i did to know in the back of my mind that they didn't end up firing me or anything, but to know my mom said, You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to work if you don't want to. You work because you wanna
2: you wanna <laughs> you you work. To work.
0: Yeah. And so that it was a sense of relief that I didn't have to. But mm-hmm. I still did. And so it's just like it's more not so like making sure that your children go through a struggle. It's mm-hmm. like you said, going back to a mindset of I have I wanna go get what's best for my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. yes and so the question is i don't i don't i just feel like i don't know how she did it <laughs> but i don't know if she was just like leading by example of seeing mm-hmm. her work and seeing her just instill things in us just by speaking over us mm-hmm. that it just ha- happened that way
2: I, don't, I think you you said it without mm-hmm. knowing you said it what she did you said that she taught us Mm-hmm. And so you said she would teach us different things while you were in high school, not right, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so that's wh- exactly what it is. Parents mm-hmm. have to be more. Conscious of making a conscious effort, and it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. like we sit down for three hours and I'm drilling oh, this into true. your mind. Just little subtle hints here and there, little mm-hmm. subtle tips here and there. Like, hey, you know, I added you onto my card because you know this will build mm-hmm. your credit score up. And my dad, that's exactly. how she said it too. I remember and, being and at the bank. Just, those little seeds they go a long way once mm-hmm. they're planted. Versus. Hey, you know we got to struggle to pay bills. That seed will go a long <laughs> yeah. way, but just mm-hmm. playing a little small seed will literally go further because it's t- it's triggering the subconscious mind. Versus mm-hmm. we got to do this, and where it feels like you're forced, like man, I'm I'm tired. Of, you know, <laughs> right? On, I can't yes. go play outside with my friends because we yeah. here exactly. all for hours on a Saturday studying studying financial literacy. Right, you find it a way to embed it like say y'all on a shopping trip a girl's day Mm -hmm. out and you okay today I'm gonna let you pay with the credit card or the card and you know just like embed it into daily life and my dad he was kind of the same way but in a different area he was so 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 serious about me not working he's the same with all of his kids like me That's on down to reggie my little my baby brother he's in high school right now he's trying to get a job he's like no you're not getting a job mm-hmm. until you're done with high school because you yeah. are a child be a child even when i was in college he would not let me get a job and i was like but eh, <laughs> i need a job like, right right like no, don't get a job until He's like, you got the rest of your life to work. So why are you trying to rush to get a job? I was like, I need money. And you know, at that age, you <laughs> think $12, I mean, not even to $10 an hour, mm, $7 an hour, $8 an hour, you thinking that's real money because right. it's money. Mm. <laughs> but you like, no. And I'm looking back, I'm like, I really didn't never need a job. And so yeah. it's like little things like that, it, it, it goes a long way. It really presses on your subconscious mind as to someone feeling like, they have to work like mm-hmm. this is my only means of survival versus like you working because you're working with a purpose you're mm-hmm. working with the intention behind it and so just being very intentional is I think one of the ways your mom taught you without actually physically teaching you right I know my parents um well my dad he taught mm-hmm. me a lot about saving
0: mm-hmm. like Jarvis,
2: to this day be like i wish mm-hmm. i could save like you like mm-hmm. I, I, but it, it can kind of be a detriment to a, 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 a sense like when you become too cautious yeah. with your money you don't and like money don't, don't take yeah. risks don't yes. invest yeah, yeah don't invest so it's like i'm still having to like find the perfect balance because mm-hmm. and then that's why i feel like we balance each other out but it's just like you want to be very intentional like yes whether it is saving whether whether it is building credit because although my dad was good with saving Mm -hmm. he taught me credit was the devil well he didn't really say that but he was just like don't get credit cards like because they grew up in the age where that was very very like credit card era was very new for Mm -hmm. my dad and so he was just like kind of it was just something that he was very ignorant, too. So he never never really taught me about credits. So right. day, My dad will pay cash for a car. Mm-hmm. He pays cash for anything, whether he got money. But he's like, I'm paying cash for anything I buy. I right. purchase. Ain't no credit. Ain't no lease. My dad's credit. the
0: same way. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And he's just like, that's the way I've done it. But then now, understanding in our era, you need credit. Mm-hmm. You need a credit score if you want to get on a house. You need a credit score if you want to have a vehicle with low interest rate and all these different things. So it's just like finding that healthy median and being very, very intentional about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And on that note of teaching, uh, my parents always told me, you don't work, you don't eat. Right. And so, and it's ways that you can, you know, teach your kid that simple lesson Mm -hmm. of, you know, Working, what you, put, what you put into something is what you're going to get out of it. Mm. And if you, you know, literally, if you don't work, you don't eat. Right. So, okay, do the dishes. And, you know, you have to help around the house and right. do certain duties. Mm-hmm. So that just always taught me mm-hmm. to, you know, just take care of myself. Like, you know, it was just right. different lessons within that. Mm-hmm. And then going into college, I didn't have to work either. But right. it was just... I don't work I, I just yeah feel, you, you just felt like I need to do something I need something. to do something <laughs> Yeah, you know and then the other thing like you were talking about with saving we all had a piggy bank yeah yes. you know and you put your coins in anytime you got some money you got your change you put your change Girl, in the piggy bank and right. you added up yes yes yeah, so there's mm-hmm. ways that you can teach your kids certain lessons
0: right and I just love that you said it was like the little seeds that we didn't notice like
1: but now you're like
0: wow like for real because i remember my mom just basically on like a financial thing she used to always say, you want to live way below your means <laughs> like she said that all the time and i swear like we was wearing Shacks, Payless shoes, <laughs> and now that we're older, we used to get. We definitely had the money for uh, some nah, some Nikes. Like it wasn't until like uh, I had my first boyfriend that he bought me like Nikes. So I'm like these hoes feel great, like. But but I also still keep in mind like even though even when I do got it like have the money for it yeah I don't have, have to, to spend anything mm-hmm. like I'm still i still have friends wearing shacks, you know wearing whatever i don't even remember i was raggedy but it did not stop me from like having an amazing time as like a child and i and i think that like especially if you are in survival mode we see all these like amazing things on tv and that you want to look like that cuz you want to look a certain way, you want to have the coolest things, but you want to but what we don't understand is like thus that stuff does not matter that does not equate to like your value and things like that. And that's also a thing that needs to be taught. It's just like nice things don't equate to how valuable you are. Like you alone are are valuable and I think that's a a thing. But I know I'm getting off topic cuz we're talking about suffering. <laughs> but like I just really feel like we don't have to if we don't have to suffer, let's make sure we don't have to make, make our kids suffer or anybody else suffer just yeah. because we did it. Like we're every generation is supposed to get better and better. Yeah, definitely. P- period. Yeah. We um, so you do, you
1: do carry that mentality. So I'm like, no, my mama, my daddy made me do this, so I'm gonna make my child do this. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, no, that's so true. And I was, I even had a conversation with someone, and. Um, I met this guy in LA and we were just talking and he was just t- talking to me about like um how he didn't want his child to work because of where he grew up. Like he grew up in ninth ward in New Orleans. He was like, they just worked their so ass off. Like I don't want to make my kid do that. And I was like, nah, I want my kid to get a job so they can learn responsibility and he's he was like, Nope, uh I'm gonna have enough money for him to start his own business and stuff like that. And then I started thinking to myself, why do I think that they have to do the same thing I did mm-hmm. just to learn this thing that, yeah. I don't know, responsibility when they could learn in different ways that are better for them that, they yeah. could, that could set them up. Mm-hmm. Not saying if they want to get a job that they can't get one, but it's not going to be a requirement for yeah. them. You know what I mean? Right. And so I would much rather want to have like a house in their name for them to learn how to rent out to people, you know, yeah. something yeah. like yeah. that or a LLC, like a business in their name. And they could, you know, start whatever they want with that, and so it just really made me think,
2: absolutely. And that's me and Jarvis, we had this same debate (laughs) about that, though. Because, um, and this was early, like year one of our relationship, Mm -hmm. and basically, we were having the same conversation about like, he was like, you know, if our child wants to work a labor job, Mm -hmm. then they should be able to do that, and I was just like. No, 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 no! My <laughs> child will not be working. What, but this, but this is where I was coming from. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, we're going to be in a position to to put them in a place to where they don't have to work a labor job. They will be. It's just like I, I feel like you said this. Like if if, if Oprah had a kid right, they right, wouldn't yeah. be working. Uh, uh, you wouldn't see them in McDonald's. McDonald's if, no. You will see Ivy or Jay Z and Beyonce kid working at Palette yes. or like somewhere like that. It's just like. It, it makes me think of, of, and I don't even want to call it this, but entitlement. Mm. And most of the time we think about entitlement as a bad thing. Mm. But when I looked up the definition of entitlement and mm. it basically said, so here's the synonyms for en- uh, entitlement, authority and permission. Mm. And so I was just thinking about that like even in the bible it says god gives us authority Mm -hmm. or dominion and Mm -hmm. dominion means authority And so god wants us to have authority over our life whether that is in real estate Mm -hmm. he wants us like if if i'm your child he wants you to feel like you are entitled you are deserving you have authority over like now of course there's abuse to it that certain people use they abuse their entitlement i'm not saying abuse it but feeling like you are worthy you are deserving you actually have, have you're, you're worthy of having a life of not having to Go stand on your feet for eight hours to trade because I think our time is way more valuable than seven dollars an hour. And if my child, Girl, if, yeah. you know, if they birth from royal blood, you know, because we all about to be royalty and pop it up in here, but like just really getting <laughs> confident, being confident, yeah. and being secure with saying that, especially as black people, because we've been yeah. beaten down for year after year, 400 years plus, to thinking like we even, you know, we, we feel. We don't even feel confident to to securely standing on that and say, you know, I'm entitled. It's like, hold on, you know, girl, you you chill out with all that. But no, we shouldn't have to chill out with that. Mm -hmm. We should really be able to walk in our full knowing, our full faith of knowing that we deserve whatever. And it's okay to to say that my child don't have to work a job. Mm -hmm. I mean, Bill Gates children don't have to do it or any other, you know, uh, any of our counterparts don't have to say that my child has to work at McDonald's to make ends meet or, or Burger King or or to learn yeah or to learn things or to learn the know how. It is instead we have to create this new paradigm, this new way of life, way of thinking, way of interacting. Mm-hmm. To say my child can't have a, a property if they in their name at 18 and they could be leasing out properties pulling in four thousand dollars a yep. month that can be the starting that can be where they learn responsibility being a exactly. property manager for their for their mom for their, and dad's property or for their own property that's in their name or being um an accountant i don't know it's just the list goes on it is like we don't have to set the bar so low and feel bad about it about saying About trying to raise the bar because i just feel like we haven't gotten to that place as a people of of feeling confidently entitled. So what's ours? We pretty much built this country. And so we should be entitled to everything Everything. that's in the country. But it's still we have to walk around on eggshells, looking behind our backs to say, like, oh, should I say that? Or no, walk in your full birthright because God has given us the dominion, the authority to be entitled. And I didn't even get to the definition of what entitlement. But yes, it was saying so. Um, Entitlement it says people it says it enables people to think or act differently from others and the more they do something the more they are willing to generate creative ideas
0: wow oh, whole time <laughs> right yeah.
2: and when people are entitled they want to be different from others so yeah. they don't want to work the same mm-hmm. nine to fives they don't want to um, work the same minimum wage jobs. They want to be different and express their creative potential to the highest form. So why not every all of us be entitled? Like it is our divine birthright. I'm not saying one race needs to be more entitled than the other, but I know we need to be just as entitled as any other person that's walking the face of the earth because we yeah. deserve that. That is who we are, and I think we came from royalty. We were kings and queens. We just gotta remember our sense of entitlement, and I think that's why. We naturally, and I I heard this somewhere. I'm not going to plagiarize this, but um, (laughs) this was um, the Breakfast Club interview, and I forget her name. Oh, I forget her name. But basically, she was saying that, you know, it's it's, natural, she's like, it's funny that black people, you know, we so, we, she said materialistic. We like our designer things. She was like, because I think we came for royalty and we was probably, you know, covered in gold and covered yes. in she was saying, but you can't be a slave to those things. Oh my and god. You can't yeah. be a um you can't let those things all control you. Because I think what happens when we're in the poverty mindset, the poverty mindset. We tend to buy these things for validation yeah. to feel like it's giving it us that power here. Like, yes, it really having, really it. having it. Yes, and yeah. So be entitled,
0: y'all. Be entitled. Wow, girl. Okay, I had to look up this lyric by Kanye. Okay, because this is my because you said like um, the girl from the Breakfast Club said uh, that's why we like fancy things, but it's actually my favorite line for Kanye, and that. Um, Song click with Shine and Jay Z and Kanye. Mm. But he says, you know, white people get money, don't spend it, or maybe they give money by business. I'd rather buy eighty gold, change the gold, ignit. I know Spike Lee gon' kill me, but let me finish. Blame it on the pigment. We we live in no limit. And then that was that's all it. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but I just love that blaming on the pigment. We little know it limits. But anyways, that's a really ignorant statement. But I just love it because it's just like we do. We are like that. Yeah. But it's just like it's a good thing and a bad thing. Right. We can do both. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do, we do,
2: do both. We just, we within do our things. means, of course.
0: Within our
2: means for the 80 gold chains, you
0: yeah, know. You can afford to buy 80 gold chains. <laughs> we be having gold, gold, gold in our teeth. I am like, hey, so <laughs> extra, yeah, so extra. But I, love it. I like how she says, like, that's really like royalty, it's royalty in, in our DNA. We oh, uh, I always want to be dripping gold. Like I want gold, everything. But um, but that whole thing about enlight uh, entitlement. entitlement, girl, that's powerful so that was about so pow- that was a powerful message and it like literally raised my frequency of as you were talking i was like do, 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 do. like my vibrations are on like a thousand but just going back to like you would never if oprah um her her daughters, like they don't have to do anything if they didn't want to like she would never think to say go work at mcdonald's and that's just the thing it's like we are thinking that like our Mm. limited um mindset yeah is belief is having us thinking that we have to go through a struggle Mm. like thinking that we just have to get a job and do this and do that they're thinking on a higher frequency they're thinking okay we want to buy a business we're they're thinking we're thinking about six figures or middle class they're thinking Mm. about million million dollar businesses billion dollar businesses and so it's just like we have to say what do we really truly want for our lives and then bring ourselves to that frequency and really think like hey we could get this like oh no i want to have 80 properties like i want to have a community like Mm. that's the level we have to be thinking of um as the generations get better and better as as we learn more and more and that we can see that we can actually do this we don't have to go through the same thing over and over again that's mm-hmm. what that cycle is like the bible says every generation is supposed to get better and better and so we'll be doing our kids a disservice to people that we are teaching a disservice if we don't if we make them go through the same cycle as us like mm-hmm. that'll make sense <laughs> like that'll make sense
2: Ooh, it reminds me of this um this et well, i always say et but the secret to success <laughs> podcast mm-hmm. and y'all jarvis put me on it was and I really want to quote exactly who this is because I just listened to it the other day, and um, actually I listened to it on the way here. And oh, it doesn't. Oh wait, it doesn't say who is featured by. Okay, it was. Oh, y'all need to know who this is: C.J. Carl, Eric, and they had. I wish I knew his name, y'all. Y'all really need to look him up because he's. What is,
1: episode is it? Okay, then, it's
2: episode, it's their 200th episode, y'all, and it's called exactly. Tear the Walls, Tear Down the Walls, and it's, I wish they put who they featured, so it's basically, it's one of their friends, their longtime friends from, I, I, I keep looking at my screen, because I feel like it's scrolling across as they're gonna feature his name, but I don't think they did, but, um, basically, he... there it's their friend and he's talking about real estate and he started off as a as a cop and he pretty much started off he's now he started off as a cop he was a cop because his dad wanted to be a cop and then he started at age 22 investing in real estate properties Mm -hmm. and so now he's age 42 here he is 20 exactly 20 years later from when he invested in his first property and he's retired he's a retired cop and he does um full 100 real estate like to the end like this is what he does, he do now and so he was basically just having casual dialogue with someone and he was just like tell me what your goal is i can't really remember if this was him or if this was et that was but they are true and he was like you know my goal is to make fifty thousand dollars and he was like a month?
1: He was like, "Yeah." like, "I'm
2: gonna need you to raise your." And he's like, "Matter of fact, don't even talk to me until your <laughs> expectation mm. is uh fifty thousand dollars a month, or at least a hundred thousand dollars a month." He was like, "Come on, y'all can't be seriously telling me like this is still y'all train of thinking, like this is y'all mm. goal." He's, I was like, but that made me want to re like reprogram mm. and rededicate everything because he, and then in the podcast." Bam. Right, and it just leveling. Like, wow, right? nah, that he's sounds trying,
0: <laughs> like, girl. Okay, can I get right. started?
2: Right, and and that just made me think like let's really el- elevate and level up. And he was basically saying, you know, like real estate has changed my life. And he's just like, I feel like a lot of our people we need to not even he was just saying people in general need to know about. I always try to make things about hot people, but you know, he was just saying <laughs> a lot of people really need to understand like how real estate can be so. Beneficial for them, he was like, you know, real estate has changed my life and it has allowed me to, to um to retire at forty two. He's like, I have a real estate for everything I do. He said, and this goes back to what we were talking about, being intentional about what you invest in. Mm-hmm. He says my daughter had, he said, I give her four thousand dollar tennis lessons a month, and we were like, four thousand dollars a month tennis lessons? Yeah. He's like, and I just people come and they compliment me oh your daughter has a nice wing oh your daughter he's like you're coming and you're complimenting me about how good my daughter is but your daughter could be just as great as if you invested in your daughter Mm -hmm. and then we go and he's like we take my daughter to this other um venue thing and he's like this other girl this other man's daughter his daughter has like this killer serve and he's like dude your daughter has a nice serve he's like now here i am complimenting someone else's daughter he's like oh yeah that's a fifty thousand dollar serve he was like $50,000 $50,000 he's like I'm thinking my $4,000 that's me like now nah. he's like this man is paying just $50,000 for a serving he's like and you wonder why people are going to the olympics at 14 and, mm-hmm. and 15 because people are being very strategically yeah. intentional about the training the not saying you need to pour that much into someone um athletic <laughs> ability but just think yeah. about it. with anything with anything that you do and it's just like a lot of times with college and I, I'm not knocking our parents, but like sometimes they they we went to college and they invested all this money, but we wasn't even intentional really about like mm-hmm. some of the things that we wanted to do. But imagine if that money went to okay, you want to do this, you want to start a business. I'm gonna spend this eighty thousand that I'm gonna send you right. to college for and intentionally invest it into a business venture, a podcast, a, a yeah. business, whatever the case, a real estate or whatever it really could have been. It's just like being very very strategic and intentional about whatever you do and how you're spending your money it just blew my mind but i wasn't even trying to get there and I'm, i just go all over the place because i was just so mind blown like how my my level of belief is just raising i'm like this is amazing and so going back he was just like back to the conversation with the dude he's like so fifty thousand is your goal and he's like please tell me there's fifty thousand a month and he's like i just thought back to my younger self when i made my goal be a uh, hundred thousand dollars a year he said for the longest i could not make over a hundred thousand dollars and i started to get you know frustrated like why can't i make over a hundred thousand dollars a year and he's like i had to literally reprogram my mind and transform myself recreate new goals because all i've ever thought was just a hundred thousand dollars a year a that's not a bad place to be but i'm like that just that's real it's whatever we fixate our minds on of course with the work and the action behind whatever we're fixating our mind but if we can't even see ourselves making two thousand dollars i'm like how we gonna you know be able to cap ourselves and seeing ourselves make fifty thousand dollars a month so it's just like we really have to elevate this year 2019 2020 all the years to come because it's it's so tangible it's so doable y'all it is so 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 doable
0: that's so true I be thinking like the stuff that I want in life and it's it is really not much but it'll be costing a pretty penny like where <laughs> I want to live the furniture I want like I'm and I've been thinking like Hmm, like should I do this or should I do that? But I always I'm like, this is what I really, really, really want. And so just thinking about like this mindset is that you can literally get what you want mm-hmm. and you can work hard and you could make like more than fifty thousand dollars. Like if y'all listen to the podcast or I don't know if I told y'all this or anything, but like I really been wanting a promotion at my job. Right. And um and it's just, just seeming like there is like I don't want to say not, it's not saying like there's no way, but it's just like, I can't really see, uh, elevation right now because mm-hmm. you know, there's just certain stuff in the way and then, and it's just like, and that job would probably give me hmm, probably like $20,000 more, like a new position would probably give me like 20,000 more. But now you got me thinking like. I don't even need like, right, yeah. even though, like even though I would love I love the company I work for and I love um, what I do but I'm over here like dang I want this amount of money when I could be making with my mindset shift you know like why am I thinking I shouldn't be making this when I could be like maybe I need to be striving for more you know yeah, right. but um, it's just really a lot to think about and really a lot to focus on and also just really focusing on like what do you actually just want your life to be like
1: yeah
0: and i was talking to the girls about this when my back was hurting like i was out for like a week like y'all my back like you just be taking your back for granted guys y'all go there like wine or something and like just appreciate your back because literally it's like be it helps you do everything
1: but Mm -hmm. it
0: really set my ass down and I'm like so grateful that it happened it's so crazy it took all my PTO and everything but I didn't care because it made me so much more intentional about the things that I'm doing in life because I was just go, 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 go I have to be here, I have to be there I have to do this I was going through life like getting this, buying things that you know, maybe I kind of wanted but now or doing things that I kind of wanted to do but since this thing I'm like Oh, no, like, I have to be very intentional about what I spend my money on. Wow. Like, yeah. if I'm going to eat junk food, like, just going about to be some good ass motherfucking funnel cake or like something really gooey and delicious i'm not about to just eat like something crazy or if i'm about to spend my money it's going to be on what i want if i'm about to go to an event i'm going Mm. to an event that i actually want to go to if i want to spend time with a guy yeah i really have to want to do that like i will think about it over and over again to make sure like i'll do this and so and and so it's just like being very intentional about how you want your life to be and where you want to spend your your time your money and your energy because it could be so easy to easily just wrap up into let me spend this money on this shirt that i don't really want Mm. or let me pick up some fast food along the way it makes Mm. you very intentional about what you want for your life so like I want to be healthy, so let me eat health, like make healthier decisions or mm. prepare. And so it's just like it just made me really slow down and be like, hmm, I don't have to do everything. What do I really want <laughs> and do that shit? Cause like when you're intentional about stuff, you're only doing things that are great. Like mm. I'm only gonna eat great food. I'm only gonna spend time with the friends I want. I'm only gonna I'm gonna work really hard on the mm. podcast and stuff like that. Like. I'm going to spend my time working on the podcast more than most things because that's what I want to amplify my life. Like, I want this to succeed. So, that's just all going to say, like, with this mindset shift, it also is a shift of, like, intentionality that you have. Because, honestly, like, that's the only way you're going to get what you want. Yeah, only way. Like, you have to be intentional about what do you want. You can literally do whatever you want. You just have to do it. And um, I don't know if anybody's going to jump in, but just seeing, like, my brother, this man is creating a whole movie. He has, like, over 50 people working for him right now. Like, I just don't understand he got people to invest in his dream, and he's really over here making a whole motherfucking movie. Like, I just don't understand, but I do understand because God's favor is real. But the thing about that is I was listening to Pastor Todd um, mm. and on his, um, he, he's doing a faith series, series mm-hmm. Pastor Mike Todd, and this one was called Maybe Faith. Mm-hmm. And this one like was so good. So basically he was just saying like, there's things that you want to do in life, right? Mm-hmm. And he was just saying like, you, God cannot do anything in your life if you're not moving. And so he brought mm-hmm. this guy on stage and he was like we'd be like so paralyzed by fear or overthinking that we mm-hmm. don't even make the first move but we expect God to like direct our path yeah. and right. so he run this guy up on stage and he like he's like okay stand still and he tried to move him and then so he tried to move him and it was like really hard to move him because he was standing still yeah. but as he began to move and walk he was able to guide him to where he needed to be
1: mm-hmm. and that's
0: because faith like if you're not moving (laughs) like if you're not moving like there's no way for god to like direct your path if you're just standing still there's no way for you to like figure out what you need to do there's no room for you to like Mm -hmm. make mistakes yeah and so it's just like that's the first step like we're talking about doing like all this mindset shifts and stuff like that but the real thing we have to do is really just step on faith (laughs) and do what the fuck we are supposed to do yeah
2: absolutely but that's so true. You do have to move, like actually move in faith, because it just makes me think about y'all. That's the reason why people never start that business. The mm-hmm. reason why people never invest in real estate, like I'm gonna lose all my money, or that's the reason why people never get in that relationship, because it's like,
0: nah, <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. laughs> <laughs> <No>, that's real. <laughs> that's real. that's
2: the reason like it's down to the simplest thing though y'all like that's the reason why people don't buy that hair care product like i don't what if it don't work oh well you have to take a risk y'all risk we have to like there is no way you're gonna know if you don't move with it like you said how can god redirect you if you <laughs> like, are you, suck,
0: you know, where gonna take you. I can't even push <laughs> you anywhere. Like you just like nah,
2: and that's when people get stuck mm-hmm. into this wishful thinking cycle, or thinking some imaginary thing is gonna come and save them. And like God is literally sending you everything, every person in human form, every opportunity, every oh, product, yes. every service, every gift. And it's like we just get so stagnant and stuck, or in our comfort place, and or in our little hermit mode, like, oh, I'm good right here. Mm-hmm. But no, we literally have to take a chance. And I'm talking to myself. And just, like, financial, financial chances. Like, we got to take a risk. Like, and not think about what if it don't work. If it don't work, it don't work. If, if he ain't for you, somebody for you. If that, that, you don't pay off all the debt that you wanted to pay off at that time, you eventually will. But the, because you're not working for... I said this a long time ago on our podcast. You're not working for that person. You're working for God to see that situation. And so, whether it is your diet that you're getting on, and we talk just if you just eat a little piece of lettuce to like tell God, like I'm still in the game. If you you say you post the save, if you just save a dollar and transfer a dollar into your savings account, it's blatant, God, like. No, let him see. Letting him see that you're still in the game. Like I haven't given up. I'm still putting action. So you're still pulling energy. Whether you're pulling small amount of small amount of energy or large massive amounts of energy, you're still putting something out there. And like attracts like. So that thing will come back to you. Whether it's in. Uh, infinite fold or just tenfold is still better than zero fold so we still have to put that action out there and so that we can get the the opposite or equal reaction that we want
0: Yeah. yeah because honestly like when you just start you just have to start okay because you're if shit don't work out it wasn't supposed to work out because it's going to get you to where it does yeah. work out mm-hmm. and it's just like we just really have to start and i'm really 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 talking to myself because i'm very much a very overthinker i don't make risks like i'll be making the safest risk ever <laughs> in life like i'm i always tell myself look i don't want to struggle like Forget that. Like, especially financially, I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. That's why I haven't moved out of my mama house yet. But I might need to to get me to the next level because just looking at my brother, he was forced into um, really just, you know, his, my mom helped him. But, like, he he was moved by God to do the, make the decisions mm-hmm. that he made mm-hmm. and to just do what God told him to do despite me and my mom trying to give him, like, the best safest calculated advice like maybe you should keep your job a little longer maybe you should save up y'all my mom uh asked him to like was gonna give him money to pay off his student loans and he said no don't give me that money for that like he said he's like he sold into my business instead. She's like, hey, look, I'm giving you the money, you can do whatever you want with it. And for a long time, we thought, damn, that was a dumbass choice. <laughs> like, y'all you could binge straight off your student loans. But he recently told my mom, like that money really helped me be able to buy the studio, you know, which wow. really started off with Black Market there yeah. and a lot of projects that he started there. Like these little things, and though it looked like a failure back then or looking mm. back it really was a setup for the things that he's doing now and so just mm. being able to see that on the wow. forefront it's just like it don't matter it just don't matter it might be looking like you're feeling right now but you literally are getting built up for what god has for you and it's not done done yet and then the other thing is just like god's vision for your life is your vision and your vision alone so like they say that all the time like God put something in your heart and it is really okay if no other soul in the mm. world understands it because it's not for them to understand. Like it really isn't. So you really have to you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't take that risk and and make it happen. And just don't make sure you just know that you ain't got to struggle through it (laughs) like sometimes struggles may happen but just know that's not your rite of passage like Mm -hmm. abundance is your rite of passage miracles are your rite of passage and favors your rite of of passage like though like he says he's been through some things and he has but he does he he really never says like it's because of the struggle Mm -hmm. that i'm here he really be saying it's God's favor that got me here. It's he's really saying it's got uh mom speaking over us when we were kids. Like it's really nothing but God and that's something we have to keep in mind, you know?
1: Yes. That's so that's so true. Mm-hmm. And that's so
2: beautiful because it literally is about your perception, mm-hmm. your perspective. You could say, Oh, I came through the struggle, or you could say, Oh, that was through the favor, through God's grace, through yeah. through the anointings, through God having a special hand over my life, because it like can you can either see the glass half empty or the glass half full Mm -hmm. it's whatever you choose and if you continue to choose to see the glass half empty meaning you continue to see struggles all around you you're going to constantly get more of those things so lift up the veils y'all and stop claiming struggle and claim the the prosperity i'm going back to the um secret to success success podcast i remember they was just saying um i really want everybody to come to the light and he was like a lot of y'all in the dark side and y'all thinking like life is supposed to be hard work trading your time for money he's like but i really just want y'all to come see that you don't have to be on your feet all day and being in a job working 40 plus hours a week slaving to feel like I have all this financial abundance. It doesn't have to be that way. He's like, it really gets And He and e. was like, it's just so easy to make money now. I don't even
0: want to make no more money <laughs> for me. I want to show
2: everybody else how to make money. Yeah, you
0: know, real people always say that wow. too. Right, because yeah, like, there's
2: really just do. so much money to make. Yeah. And I just yeah. think about, it's like a a, a, a tree, mm-hmm. a seed that's planted in, in the ground. And y'all probably heard every pastor in the world talk about the, the darkness, you know, mm-hmm. that the seed has to go through and <laughs> you can continue you can consider that as a struggle or you can consider like how we were saying that growth mindset right. and um, eventually yeah the seed will have to sprout and make it out of this this dark ground but then once this tree is a full grown tree that tree just be looking like it's chilling just soaking up sun it ain't working hard it's just sitting there like just Basking fruit, uh, I mean bearing fruit, making habitat for the birds, just chilling, and, the, and it's it's just how our life is gonna be. We're gonna go through this time of growth, but then it will. We real we will reach this space where it's just gonna feel like y'all. I'm waking up like, why is my life so easy? Like, is this supposed to be this easy? But yes, it is. It's supposed yeah. to be this easy, and you're doing it right if it is that easy.
0: And I'm gonna claim yeah. easy. Why do we have to claim it got to be hard? honestly claim that shit and because like you have to because just going back to your entitlement thing, <laughs> it's just like i always think about i always say this it says in the word god wants us to live life more abundantly i call abundance into our lives like you die not die on the cross for our sins so we could live like mediocre <laughs> like so for us to live like struggling like no he's like tapped into what i got for you and you're gonna have life more abundantly honestly if we followed everything in the bible like he wants us to like if we're obedient if we have faith if we just like keep our minds stayed upon him like literally we are able to access this entitlement um this abundance that he wants for us. The problem is we be so scared in our human ways that we don't get to tap into that that promise that God has for each and every one of us. And it's all different for each and every one of us because we all have different purposes. And yeah, you know, I hate to say it, sometimes there are struggle times, but we have to think about it like this. It's like back to the perspective. Like now when I go through something, I'm like, Oh you know This is going to pass And also Dog I'm about to learn from this I'm like so excited And so like You just be making The enemy bad Or you're suffering mad Because you just like Oh mm, Okay (laughs) (laughs) Look I just know Whatever after this There's a lesson To be learned And I'm about to be greater And so Mm. like It doesn't You could even switch Your suffering up To like Oh this is really Preparing me to go out And get it And that mentality Is going to change Everything for you Yes but um, the last thing I wanted to say was talking about that bomb ass show on Netflix um, called Rhythm and Flow Rhythm and with T.I. Chance Rapper Cardi B produced by John Legend with all these dope ass artists. But um, yeah, I really just like looking at all their stories and they've been through a lot. But with, you know what? Cardi B actually said something. She was like, i don't want to be hearing all y'all stories basically she was just saying everybody has a story um it's like so i can't just be letting y'all go because of your story go Mm -hmm. to the next round she's like i'm trying to get the best rapper and this really like clicked with me it was it was like all of them were saying it snoop dogg was one of the guests and in the first round he was just saying uh he's good but he's like but good is not acceptable and that Mm -hmm. really like really like hit me hard because a lot of times we just think Okay, we'll be good enough, you know, we're good. Like this is good, this is good, but that's not acceptable for greatness. Like mm-hmm. it, you're really not gonna make no change being just good. Like, I I don't want a good marriage, I want great marriage, I don't want good kids, I want impeccable kids, like I don't want a good body, I don't wanna be snatched. <laughs> you know, and so that really made me think like, is everything I'm doing? at my job is it good or is it great with the podcast is it good or is it great Mm. and so it's just like in order to be whatever you want to be in life you have to be more than good. And then also Cardi B was just saying, yeah, everybody has a story about whoop did whoop, but like, you have to be prepared, like you have to come with it. And then Chance the Rapper said the same thing. He was like, I understand that you made a mistake, you fumbled on your words, but you got to come to win. Like, and then even <laughs> T.I. said, um, when preparation meets opportunity, that's success and Mm. so it's just like Mm. throughout that whole competition it was just like yeah you could be good in this competition and you could mess up here but at the end of the day you have to be great you have to be prepared and you have to come with it you have to come with the mindset ready to win
1: Mm. and um
0: it's just like he was like don't matter what you do are you ready or are you not so I guess I wanted to end with this too I like okay but it said um, this is really what started it it was on excellent Nicole and it was this post that says achieving a goal without it taking us through hardship doesn't make it less meaningful or deserving of a smaller reward and I think a lot of times we just think we gotta go to the struggle so much that we um, neglect our own achievements like just because you didn't have to live on the streets or just because you didn't have to suffer doesn't mean that the hard work that you did the, the abundance that came to you the blessings that come to you are less than and mm. so i just want you to be appreciative of all you got all you've acquired and all that was given to you because like jasmine said you're entitled to that abundance mm. and that promise
2: all righty y'all what time is it
0: it's, it's affirmation time it's affirmation time it's affirmation time
2: Time! <laughs> Y'all, this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast. We always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So, what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life. Either you're using it in the most positive, divine way, or you're using it in a negative way. Even in the Bible, it states, Let the weak say i am strong so on those days you feeling weak not feeling like your best self feeling sick and tired still affirm that i am feeling strong i'm feeling healthy i'm feeling wealthy i'm feeling like i'm living my whole entire best life so it is three of us and i'm affirming that there's millions billions trillions but billions of y'all out there tuned in so we're gonna go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmations who want to go first
0: I am healthy, wealthy, and I am great.
2: I am worthy and deserving and entitled to all the promises that God has
1: created for me. I am
0: happy. Because we're happy! all right guys we hope you're happy and we know you are after listening to this bomb podcast I'm sorry I cussed so much in this one I'm just so happy (laughs) but um yeah so if you listen to us make sure you subscribe to us on everything on Facebook wait can you subscribe on Facebook no on YouTube (laughs) on SoundCloud on Apple Podcasts on Spotify on whatever you're listening to us on go ahead and subscribe but more particularly, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and write something sweet and soulful. And also, yeah, share this thing, you know. Share this thing for the people who think they got a struggle, <laughs> for the people who think that they are having a limited mindset. Share this for the people. And that's it.
1: Until
0: next time, so Bye. Bye. We love y'all so much. We love you so much.